It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Anthony Black has his breakthrough game, and Paolo and Franz do all-star things in another Orlando Magic win. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Don Magic, today is December 27th, 2023. My name is Philip Rossman. I'm the site expert and editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Anthony Black has his breakthrough scoring performance. Why all the hard work and all the faith finally paid off for him. Plus, Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner put up two more all-star performances to deliver the Orlando Magic a big win over the Washington Wizards. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. First, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Don't forget, too, that you can check out every play of the Orlando Magic's 2023-24 season on the SiriusXM app. Check out the Orlando Magic's hometown broadcast of tonight's game against the Philadelphia 76ers on the SXM app. Search for Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic obviously have a bit of an offense problem. You know, we're not going to pretend that they don't. Um, And one of the things that perhaps the team is struggling with and perhaps the team is trying to handle and trying to deal with is, 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 is having an offensive player, having a player like Anthony Black, who simply is not a factor offensively. Entering Tuesday's game, his usage rate was at 13%, less than that even. He's averaging three and a half, you know, barely four field goal attempts per game. This is a guy who, while very good defensively, and everyone will acknowledge and say, yes, he is extremely good on defense. This is a guy who, uh, who quite simply has not made an impact yet offensively, on offense. Has not found his footing or found his groove 
on that end of the floor. But everyone has faith in him. You know, perhaps that confidence or that or that trust in him goes up and down. It depends maybe on what the team needs. But this team has always had faith in the sixth overall pick of the draft. They've always had faith that, hey, he's going to give them a lot defensively. Jamal Mosley's repeatedly said that he gives this team something uh, something that maybe doesn't show up in a box score or doesn't show up in the box score all the time. This is a player who helps this team win in ways that are sometimes difficult to measure. No doubt about that. No hiding from that. No changing that. It can be difficult to say, okay, that's where Anthony Black's impact comes from by looking at the box score. You have to watch the games. Offensively, though, it's it's been a it's been a struggle. And, and, and frankly, the Magic have kind of made him a stand-in-the-corner type player, kind of keep him out of the way because that's just what their offense calls for at the moment. Eventually, though, the ball was going to find him. Teams have gone to extreme lengths to double off of him. And at some point, Anthony Black had to make them pay. And look, A.B. has done incredible work. I think we all noted that his shot looked a lot better coming into the season than it did during summer league, even though there is still a long way for him to go. And so at some point we were going to see a game where all those pieces started to come together, where it started to look like he could be a a real player. That game was Tuesday night. That game finally came and we saw what Anthony Black as an offensive player could be. The final numbers is I'm putting up on the screen. And if you're watching on YouTube, 23 points, nine for 13 shooting four for six from beyond the arc, six rebounds, one assist, four steals. We'll ignore the five turnovers for now. It was a stunning performance because yes, the goal for the Washington wizards was to leave Anthony black open. They were fine with him taking the threes that he took. But at some point, Anthony Black had to make defenses pay for leaving him open. At some point, Anthony Black's just overall energy was going to translate into a scoring performance like this. And at long last, we can see, we can measure the impact that he has on this team and how he helps this team play better. Quite simply, uh, a game like this was bound to happen. He is far too, Anthony Black is far too talented of a player and far too skilled of a scorer not to have a game like this where everything comes together. He's put too much work in and this team has shown so much faith in him to have a game like this. And now we know it's possible. Not that we're going to expect him to score 23 a game, Now we know what's possible. Now there is not just a vision of what he can become. Now we and he has seen it. His game is going to remain similar to games like this, where the ball is going to swing to him and the Magic are going to ask him to step in and be confident enough to shoot, confident enough to make a play, confident enough and smart enough to know when to cut, to be in open spaces when... Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner inevitably see their double teams. And we're going to talk about their games here in a minute. 
AB had to be ready. And look, Anthony Black was the first one to say after the game, like, look, a lot of my shots were assisted. And that's true. A lot of his shots did come off assists, and it was a product of a, a Magic team that had 30 assists, including 17 from Paolo and France. Again, we will talk about them in a minute. Um, Black was due to have a big game like this to make a defense pay for leaving him open. And now that confidence should be over the moon. Now Black should be ready to have another big game or to be more consistent and confident offensively. It's not us calling for him to shoot 13 times every game or calling him to, 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 to do anything crazy, take the ball out of Paolo and Franz's hands, but he needs to be confident enough to shoot when the ball swings to him. He needs to be confident enough to look for his own shot when the time comes. And that is part of what a game like this can do for him. Part of what a game like this does to reward the confidence and faith this team has had in their rookie player. Black's breakthrough was as much a product of the Magic's great ball movement and their ability to get everybody involved. The ball naturally found him. Black took advantage. The Magic won the game. That's really what it came down to. And look, Black has been willing to do whatever the Magic need to win. His defense has been excellent for a player of his age. Like, it, like guys his age should not be this confident and, and a team should not be as confident and comfortable with a player like, like Anthony Black defending at the rate that he does. But there's a reason why he still starts. Even with all the offensive shortcomings that he appears to have, they're very comfortable with him starting. And that's not going to change anytime soon. A breakthrough like this was a long time coming. And now the Magic have seen their rookie perform the way you expect a sixth overall pick to perform, at least on the box score. He's been doing sixth overall pick stuff for a while now. And that is a step generally in the right direction. Anthony Black's strong game, again, 23 points. He had 11 of them in the first quarter. That helped set the table but oh boy, there was some dimes being passed out and meals being served by Paolo and Franz Why they did everything for the Orlando Magic in their win over the Washington Wizards. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for quick work, my friends, over at eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players who are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Today we want to talk about Isaiah Hartenstein, who the Magic will see on Friday when the New York Knicks come to the Kia Center to take on the Orlando Magic. Mitchell Robinson appears out for the season for the Knicks. Um, I, I believe they applied for an injury exception on him. And so Hartenstein is the clear ad if he is available in your leagues because he is going to soak up and eat up all those starter minutes, those yummy, yummy, yummy starter minutes. That's going to go to Isaiah Hartenstein. If you're looking for a magic player to add to your list, Jalen Suggs back in the lineup on, uh, on Tuesday for the Orlando Magic. Had a solid 11-point outing. Shot the ball a lot, but made a couple threes. As he gets himself back into rhythm, he could be another great add for your daily fantasy lineup. 
as the Magic have a very busy week playing tonight against Philadelphia and then again Friday against New York, as well as Sunday at Phoenix to open a four-game West Coast road trip. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With more than 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit's only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Don't forget to check out Locked On Podcast Network's that new national sports 24-7 streaming channel. It's the first sports tw- first national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. Obviously, Anthony Black's big game, it's it's a it's a feel-good story. It's a big moment for this team. It, it's good to see a young player come come into his own. Um, it, it's something different. It's something unexpected, and, and it was a pleasant surprise. Um, it's a big reason why the Magic were able to defeat the Washington Wizards 127-119. It's a big reason why the Magic had themselves in such a great position to win. That's where everything starts. It always starts with the simple stuff. It always starts with players stepping up to the plate because this is the reality of the Orlando Magic right now. We saw it in in the in the uh, the what the hot what the mics picked up in from Valley Sports Indiana when Tyrese Halliburton was saying, "Hey, it's all going through Palo. It's all going through Palo." Everybody knows what this Magic team is trying to do. Everybody knows that it is. Lacking a little bit in playmakers and certainly lacking in shooting. And so to see what the Washington Wizards tried to do to take the ball out of Palo and Franz's hands and to see that, frankly, fail, for the most part, we'll we'll talk about where it didn't, but to see it mostly fail, we are looking at two potential all-stars for the London Magic. I I, I think Paolo Bancaro's spot on the Eastern Conference all-star team we're looking at better than 50-50 odds that Paolo makes the all-star team. Franz has some work to do. And again, that I don't, you know, it might depend on the team playing that much better. But if you watch this game against the Wizards, you saw Washington doing nail help, putting two, three bodies in the way, trying to get the ball out of Paolo and Franz's hands. They were determined to make sure the magic did not get in the paint. It did not work because Washington is not a good defensive team, despite Daniel Gafford's great uh, shot blocking in this game. He had three blocks in the game. Um, It did not work because the Magic still got 70 points in the paint. And it did not work because both Paolo and Franz were just so aggressive and so smart with their decision-making. At this point, honestly, the biggest thing stopping Paolo and Franz 
from being completely successful is their indecision, is their inexperience, is them trying to make the right plays, but slowing down to make them instead of just reacting. Uh, and, and they will get better at that as they see these, you know, kind of exotic double and triple teams that are being thrown at them. And they both got thrown a lot at them. Final stat lines for you. Paolo Bancaro, 24 points, 10 for 22 shooting, 4 for 8 from the foul line, 8 assists. Franz Wagner, 28 points, 10 for 17 shooting, 2 for 4 from 3, made 2 threes, 6 for 8 from the foul line, 8 rebounds, 9 assists. In the fourth quarter, Franz Wagner had 8 points on 4 for 7 shooting. Uh, in the third quarter, Paolo and Franz each had 12 as Orlando expanded the lead out to as much as 15. It, or as, as the Magic took it, they didn't extend out to 15 until the fourth quarter, but expanded what was a close game out to 10 points. To be sure, those numbers suggest that they're all-stars. But to be sure, this was a close game. The Magic were sloppy. They turned the ball over a lot and then Cruz, Paolo, and Franz. Paolo had three turnovers. Franz had two. Um, you know, they had 16 uh, They had sixteen turnovers total as a team, including 11 in the, or including, I think, seven in the third quarter. Let me double check that real fast. Including seven in the third quarter. Um this was a sloppy game for Orlando. Only because Washington is not a good team were the Magic able to stay in it. And, and look, Anthony Black was the beneficiary of a lot of the attention that Paolo and Franz got. So was Jalen Suggs. Suggs had 11 in this game, including three three-pointers. Wendell Carter got himself going a little bit with six points uh, as well. The bench obviously really carried things with Goga Batadze scoring 10 in his 11 and a half minutes of play. Everybody contributed something. So I, I don't want to put it that way, but everything was set up by the attention that Paolo and Franz soaked up. And they were slow to start. You know, for two guys that had 20 some odd points, they each had eight at the half. The Magic were really sharing and moving the ball, but... It wasn't clear at halftime with a 63-60 lead and how sloppy the Magic were playing that they were going to win this game. Instead, it took Paolo and Franz enforcing their will. The Magic did a really good job, in my opinion, getting Paolo the ball in spots where he could score and make quick decisions without him having to bring the ball up. That helped a lot. He made several big shots along the way to kind of calm the team down and cool momentum. In the second half especially, Franz just got to the basket at will and just did whatever he wanted on the floor. And in the end, the Magic built as big as a 15-point lead because of it. These two players enforced their will. Now, they're still young. They still make mistakes. And that's part of why that 15-point lead got down to as little as four. Um, the Magic started going into a prevent offense, running a lot of isos, kind of killing the clock. Instead of running their offense, the ball movement that was so important for the rest of the game, Magic had their fifth 30 assist game of the season, kind of ended. But at the end of the day, when the Magic needed a big shot, Franz hit a big shot, hit a big layup. Paolo hit a big jumper with the shot clock expiring to make it a six-point game. And then Paolo put the game away, finding Goga Batadze off of a drive for a big dunk that ended the game. And did any chance for Washington to come back in this one for a 127-119 victory. We'll talk about it more when we go through the box score. This was a sloppy game. I, I did not think the Magic played particularly well overall, 
But Washington gives them a huge margin of error. I know I've sat here and said, when the Magic are playing a lot of teams, they can't make mistakes. Washington playing the Magic could not make a lot of mistakes. And for a long time, they didn't. Even though Orlando was hitting some threes, they didn't make some. They didn't make a ton of mistakes. They kept themselves in the game. But 20 turnovers for 29 Orlando points, that did them in. And even though Washington made a really nice rally to get back in the game when it looked completely over, the Magic Stars won them the game. Quite simply, Paolo and Franz were the two best players on the floor. And it wasn't close. It was never a question that the Magic had the two best players on the floor in this game. And they took over when the Magic needed to put this one away. Whether that was in the third quarter when the Magic had a nice run in the final two minutes to extend the lead out to 10 points to to enter the fourth. Whether that was in the fourth quarter expanding the lead out to 15 or putting the game away at the end. The Magic had two guys playing at an all-star level. And it was darn impressive. A really impressive game from both Paolo and Franz. And the Magic obviously have two guys who are playing really, really high-level basketball. Maybe not perfect. They're young. They're making mistakes. Part of the season is about making those mistakes. But they have two guys who are really stepping up to the plate and playing some exceptionally good basketball. We'll talk about some of those struggles and how the Magic got away with them. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word for our friends over at Game Time. It is a busy, busy week here in Central Florida. Tonight, obviously, the Orlando Magic take on the Philadelphia 76ers at Kia Center. Thursday is the Pop-Tarts Bowl. I am going to stuff my face full of Pop-Tarts and Pop-Tart-related items. I am so excited about that. Kansas State and NC State should be a fun matchup as well, even though there will be a lot of players missing due to the transfer portal. We got the Magic taking on the dreaded New York Knicks on Friday at the Kia Center. And then to start your new year off right, the cheese and citrus bowl between Iowa and Tennessee, the two most hated teams in my household at the cheese and citrus bowl. I will be at that game as well. It's a busy time. And if you're a sports fan in central Florida and you want a ticket to all the events, game time is your place to go. Game time is simply obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. So if you decide last minute, it's 1130, you want to get down to the Citrus Bowl, to Camping World Stadium for the Citrus Bowl, they have tickets for you even an hour after the game starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. You can also find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And with zone deals, you pick the section, game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off today. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. (music) 
Let's run through the rest of the box scores. The Orlando Magic defeat the Washington Wizards 127-119. to Like I said, this, this wasn't the cleanest game. And, you know, I think like we saw in the two matchups uh, back at the at back on the home floor, I don't know if we still call it the Amway Center when it was called the Amway Center, but back at back at the Amway Center slash Kia Center back in November, December in, in the first two matchups, we saw the Magic get away with a lot. Um, you know, wa- you know, Washington is a team that lets you get away with mistakes. Their defense is not particularly sharp. You're able to get in the paint. You're able to move the ball. Um you're going to find holes in that defense. As long as you stay aggressive and don't settle, as long as you don't try to outrun them and control the tempo of the game, you can beat this Wizards team even if you're not playing your best. And and that's that's really how this game broke down, to be perfectly honest. That's really what happened. Um, Orlando did a lot of... Orlando had long stretches where they played really, really well. That's when they took full control of the game. And then they'd go through a period where they're kind of throwing the ball around, where they're turning it over. They're trying to make the home run play. I think I think even uh, Kendra Douglas on the Valley Sports Florida broadcast noted that, that Jamal Mosley said, hey, single, 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 singles. Don't worry about making the home run play. Make this simple play. Um, and there are a lot of instances in this game. And, you know, Anthony Black was guilty of it with five turnovers. Paolo had three turnovers. There were a lot of instances in this game where the Magic were trying to make the right play. They're trying to make the aggressive share the ball play, but they're trying to squeeze the ball through tight windows. And it just wasn't there. And, you know, I don't mind aggressive turnovers. If you're trying to make the right play, if you're trying to be aggressive, if you're trying to find a teammate, turnovers aren't good, but not the end of the world. Um, you, you you can recover from those. It's, it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world. You just, you know, want to limit them and understand why you're making those turnovers and, and learn and grow from it. Washington was very, very much trying to load up on Palo and Franz, make sure they were seeing two, three bodies in the paint, provide some nail help, and force some of those more difficult over-the-head passes that they could recover from. They, again, did not do a good job at this. They're not a good defensive team. The Matt, you know, Franz was still able to get downhill, especially, and, and get to the basket. Um, you know, Orlando had some stretches where they missed some shots at the rim that enabled Washington to run a little bit. This game felt a lot tighter than it probably should have and felt like it felt like the magic, you know, were in control, but letting Washington hang around a little bit too much. And look, this is part of learning how to win. This is part of the process overall is understanding how to put these games away. You know, I started writing when the magic built that 15 point lead in the fourth quarter. I was like, oh, because, because I was like, this is a professional win. This is what good teams do. They may struggle. They they may not be exactly what you want in these kind of games against, frankly, really bad team. Washington only has five wins. I think I can safely say they're a really bad team. Um, they they can you know they can deal they can you know they they may play with their food a little bit, but at a certain point they're going to put their foot down and they're going to run away from the team. And even if they don't have their best. They're going to have that moment of clarity where it all turns out okay. You know, they they don't take them. You know, they leave the door open, but they don't take themselves out of the game. And the Magic have had a few games like this. Um, and, and you know, I you know I will sit here and say if the Magic play like they did on Tuesday, Wednesday against Philadelphia, or certainly Friday against New York, they're going to lose. 
You don't have the same margin for error against the Knicks and the Sixers, even the Sixers without Joel Embiid, as you do against the Wizards. The Magic played with their margin for error and played with it even more in the fourth quarter when they were trying to just kind of cruise to the end in the final four or five minutes. Um, They played with their food a little bit, but they still still got the job done. And at at the end of the day, that's all that matters. All that matters is the Magic got the job done. They won. They did the thing. They won the game. Uh, no one's going to care how they did it. And, you know, facing a run, facing the Wizards getting hot, you know, facing just not being able to find it again, they made plays down the stretch to win it. I'm not going to take that away from them either. This was a solid game for Orlando at the end of the day. This was a solid effort. Uh, and, and they, and again, they, 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 they got performances when they needed them. Like I said, Franz Wagner, 28 points, 10 for 17, shooting two for four from three, six right from the foul line, eight rebounds, nine assists. Um, he was on triple-double watch. Paolo Bancaro, 24 points, 10 for 22 shooting, four for eight from the foul line, uh, three rebounds, eight assists. Those guys carried the team and carried them throughout that that second half. That might have been part of the fool's gold um, because the Magic were so successful moving the ball. 30 assists in the game, their fifth 30-assist game of the season. Um, but... And 17 of them coming from their two stars. Uh, but overall, you know, those guys carried them and, and built that lead that they weren't going to give up. Uh, Anthony Black, like I said, 23 points, nine for 13, shooting four for six from deep, f- six rebounds. You know, he does a lot of little things that don't show up on a box score. He was still doing those things and he scored. Um, so very clearly the Magic were looking for him. Uh, they understood that's what Washington was giving them. They had confidence in him to keep shooting and keep scoring and he did. Great game by Anthony Black overall. Jalen Suggs got things going early. He had nine of his 11 points in the first quarter. Hit three of 10 threes, four for 11 from the floor. Um, as someone noted on, on, on Twitter that, that he isn't attacking as much as he used to, um, which I do think is fair. Uh, certainly still kind of getting back in rhythm after missing about a week with, uh, with the wrist injury, uh, but played really well. The shot went down early. Ball swung to him. Again, it's just it's just about ball movement. The ball swung to him. He shot confidently. Maybe settled for threes. Got a little three happy, especially trying to match his buddy, Corey Kispert. Um, love to see him get to the basket a little bit more. Love to see him kind of drive and, and be, a, be a passer and playmaker as well. But, you know, did what was called for. Had three steals. Magic's backcourt had seven steals between them. Orlando had 11 steals in the game. Again, they forced 20 turnovers for 29 points. That was a huge difference in this game. Mo Wagner... Off the bench, 11 points, 5 for 9 shooting. Cole Anthony, 11 points, 4 for 11 shooting. I know the field goal percentage isn't great, but he had like two or three really important kind of momentum-killing baskets. The Wizards were making pushes. They were like down two or three. Yeah, you know, they were they were feeling some momentum, trying to retake the lead. And Cole Anthony would hit a little floater, would hit a little turnaround jumper, would hit a tough shot over defender. And that would be that. And, and the run would be done. Orlando would be back to being calm and, and, and composed. Uh, and Goga Batadze as well, 10 points, four for five shooting again. He's playing. The Magic's rotation has been interesting. Wendell Carter played 21-19 in this game. He kind of plays that first like six minutes or first seven, eight minutes of each half. Then Mo Wagner comes in for his normal minutes. And then Goga Batadze plays like the last six minutes of the second and fourth quarters. It's an interesting little rotation wrinkle. But... For all those asking, yeah, Goga Bataze's energy and his defense are really good. 
it's going to be hard not to play him. Um, you know, I don't know how long that lasts. I don't know how long this this little rotation wrinkle is going to last. Wendell Carter looked a lot better in this game. Had a couple blocks. Was solid defensively. Was active around the basket. You know, it's just about him getting his win back. And the only way he's going to get his win back is by playing. So the Magic are going to keep playing him. But uh, but Goga Batadze is, is an NBA player. Like, he, he's going to have to play. Orlando shoots 52.7% from floor, 12 for 26 from beyond the arc. That is their first game shooting better than 40% from three since the December 15th loss to the Boston Celtics. 17 of 25 from the line, so they got to the line a little bit. Missed some of those free throws. Again, ways that the Magic left the door open. Another way was 10 offensive rebounds, which led to 12 second chance points for the, for the Wizards, so it did not kill them as much. But Washington, one of the worst rebounding teams in the league. Washington, I think, out-rebounded their opponent for just the second time this season. Washington led scoring by Jordan Poole with 30 points, 6 for 11 shooting from 3, got really hot at the end of the game. Tyus Jones at 22 points. Kyle Kuzma had 17. Corey Kispert with 15 off the bench for the Wizards. They shoot just 49.4% from floor, 38.1%, 16% 16 for 42 from beyond the arc. They get to the line for 21 free throws, 17 for 21 from the foul line. The big, big difference in the game, as always, this is how Orlando makes up the difference for a lot of things. 70 points in the paint. They outscored Washington 70 to 48 in the paint. That's not only good paint defense against the top scoring team in the paint this season, but great paint offense by the Magic, who just attacked the basket endlessly and found ways to get into the paint and in, in, into, into the lane against this Wizards team. The Orlando Magic defeat the Washington Wizards 127 to 119. They'll be back in action on Wednesday against the Philadelphia 76ers at Kia Center. We'll have complete coverage of that game on our next episode of Locked On Magic. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in him Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all fun based on all podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device. For latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Be sure to check out my Patreon page the Orlando Magic Hub at patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. And of course, I appreciate all of your support. Don't forget too to check out the Locked On Podcast Network's new 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. It's been Philip Rossman, right? We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.